because the number one thing you do if someone grabs you, you pee on yourself. No way! Did they you teach really? you that? Yeah. What? Where That's did you, the lesson? Where That's, did you take this lesson? Uh, at the bank. Uh, welcome to the Asian Not Asian Podcast. My name is Mike Nguyen, and I'm with my host, Johnny Arimato. Woo! Wow! Woo! How do you feel? Um, I'm so nervous. You're nervous? Why? Because <laughs> I'm filling in big shoes. You, you are. Know? And also, my energy is very different from Fumi's, so I'm, all, yes. I'm like, will the folks even be okay with this? They will not be. Yeah, I know. But Outrage. no, they will be. Of course they will be. <laughs> they will be. Um, Fumi's shoes are... Uh, I would say average size. Okay. Um, they're probably like an eight and a half. He's a little guy, <laughs> and uh, but he's a good dude. He's a good dude. Um, if welcome to the Asian Not Asian podcast, uh, we usually tell people uh, if you're listening on your phones, go ahead and and hit, hit subscribe, hit you know whatever thing you're listening on. So this might be on YouTube as well if you're on YouTube. So you know leave a comment and hit like and hit subscribe for there and leave us a review, all that good stuff. Um, you know the main thing though is tell your friends if you like what you're hearing text it to them that would be great that's the that's that's the way we grow it's all word of mouth is is the big thing uh we're all supposed to do patreon but we don't have patreon right now we, we do have patreon but we've gone through all of the patreon subscribers so we're just gonna skip over that right now and uh things are are different but not would you would you agree yes great <laughs> <laughs> does that help yes it's it, perfect i love it i I'm love yes the energy so hard yes you're yes ending so hard um you know i mean before we get in, into it real quick, because we never really have talked about this, but like when I first asked you to do the uh, podcast, mm -hmm. what did you think? I, as I'm not a stand-up comedian, and so I always think that this That's is... That's a good thing. Yep. Think, I think so. No. Um, I just feel like in this format, sometimes I'm like, hmm, I don't know if this is my strength at like just like talking. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm an improviser and like sketch writing is more my uh -huh. jam. And I think my internet presence is kind of just like me being characters and never being authentic oh and so i was like oh this is going to be an interesting little little journey for me to have to just be myself whoa <laughs> on a microphone and so that those are literally the thoughts that went through my head and then second was your the energy of the show is like very straight male <laughs> dude vibes that's why we're not, not that successful yeah <laughs> not in a bad way but i was no, like it's a bad thing but i'm like I, that's so not my vibe so i was like hmm okay, it's beautiful. gonna i'm definitely it's definitely gonna shift um, can I tell you that the overall plan for Asian Not Asian is um, Fumi Fumi's, Fumi left, mm -hmm. right? Um, he's 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 left in his he's left physically. His spirit is still here, mm -hmm. but he he's left, and then we bring you on. Yeah. And then next I leave. Exactly. And then another woman comes on. Yes. And it's the a coup. world is made ho whole yes. at that point Finally. because who needs to see straight men on? The radio. I just called yeah. the radio. The so yeah, is female. I, I think you just be female. I mm -hmm. think that's great. Uh, but until that time, um, you know what? There is uh, still some fun stuff we can do. Uh, we like to start off the podcast with just asking, what kind of Asian were you this week? What kind of Asian were you this week, Jenny? Um, I was a hermit Asian. Uh, basically, Mike and I and Dylan Adler. Yeah. We discussed uh, on a previous episode how we were planning an Asian prom, which is a party for like Asian creatives, mostly in the comedy space in New York, to get together and like have a prom theme party. When we talked about this, it was the height of Omicron. 
And so we yes. literally had no idea if it was going to happen, like what was going to happen in the world. Well, it happened last weekend. Yeah. And Jenny got lit. I know. <laughs> like I got lit. Like <laughs> You were saying too at the beginning, we were like I setting did. up and yeah. you were like, I'm going to be drinking tonight. I did say that. Like someone who had, you know, like a like a very cute fairy tale character you know like you know like Grumpledore yeah. will be drinking tonight yeah you know? i was like a little fairy that's like tonight i get lit <laughs> <laughs> and that was me and i followed up and i really did get lit how many drinks did you have i have no idea really? I it really doesn't take very much for me like right. three drinks and i'm like screaming in your face in a fun way <laughs> yeah. um and i definitely exceeded three and so and if there's music on uh oh it's just it really escalates very quickly and i probably get this way once to twice a year my birthday and if there's a wedding yeah and i kind of went in with that mentality and so boy i had a lot of fun it was so awesome to see everyone but i was hungover for 48 hours were you oh yeah like a very low like low grade hangover yes where it doesn't it's not so bad but then it's also like i can't really right. be functional in any like way yeah and so I was kind of out for the count. And then I was also, I think I expended like 200% of my social energy. Oh, uh, yeah. And so this whole week, I was just like quietly <laughs> in my apartment by myself, like binge watching things or reading. Yeah. <laughs> just like gestating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, like like, like journaling a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and just like being very like insightful, like internally, you know, just like okay. thinking about my brain. Oh. Um, so... Yeah, it was like a it was a really fun start to the week and then also just the Horrible, lowest lowest key, low. Yeah. I feel that you were really ready to get party to because you got the Zantac out. No, it was the Pepsi AC. Oh, Pepsi AC. You had a Pepsi AC. Well, yeah, we're about to get a first drink like like right eight like was 8 p.m. Party's going to start. <laughs> Mike's like, let's go get a drink. And I was like, let me get my Pepsi. <laughs> That's I, I, I just love it. I love like, you know, at, like if this was euphoria, they'd be like, we're doing Molly. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're, we're going to do whatever. Like yeah. we're, we're going to do ketamine. And then like at the Asian I, prom, we're like, ooh, Pepsi AC. Yeah, yeah, literally. I'm like, before that, let me just prep my body because I'm allergic <laughs> to everything. <laughs> I uh, love it. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to be, um, you know, the same, you know, uh, I, I don't think I, I, th I must have talked about Adrian Prom before because it's been a minute, but I was, um, my goal, uh, I was a non-hungover Asian. That's always my goal wow. because, you know, you're a bit younger than I am, yeah. but you haven't, at a certain point, your uh, hangovers, When I think around, I would say for me, around 33, yeah. my hangovers weren't just physical, they were emotional. <laughs> like, I'm serious, like, they get, okay. they get existential. It was yeah. like... There was a time um, where after, if I woke up and I was really hungover, I would go to my phone and I would just like apologize to everyone I saw. Like, I would be like, I'm so sorry if I did anything stupid like yesterday, Wait. blah, blah, blah. You're my best friend. No, and Mike, I had that. Did you? When you texted, you said, Jenny, you really <laughs> were, went out last night or something like that. I spiraled and I was like, did I do something no, yeah, so embarrassing? Yeah. And then every Asian person I've seen since then, I've apologized to. I don't even know for what, just, but just, I just, just feel like I just need to get ahead just, of whatever so it is. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I do. I feel like I feel I, of course nothing goes wrong, but I'm always like afraid that like totally something will be out and I'll just be like, oh, I don't like your ankles or something. You know, I'll yeah. just say something that I didn't mean. You know, I'm just being I was trying to be funny or something like right. that. Right. And that's like the worst thing ever. Yeah. So that's like the hangover. I'm, tr I'm trying to avoid like crying. That's like a, that's, you know, like yeah. a hangover is headache, stomach, crying. Yeah. And I don't want to have any of those things. Yeah. So that was what I was. And I think I was pretty successful at it. Um. 
uh, this I don't know if this will make sense for people who weren't there, but like uh, so Dylan, who's been on the show before and is going to become a superstar in a second, he he did this crazy thing where he flew in for this prom. Yes. Flew in, drove directly to the prom. Didn't have a shirt. Didn't have a shirt. Right. Had to borrow a shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, hung out until like three or four. We all go out, and uh, you know I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm taking off, and he's like, yeah, you know I'm just gonna go back to the airport. He got. <laughs> back to, he went back to the airport yes. and flew that is right back to LA that would kill anyone oh, yeah. over 25 I feel yes that I would just agree kill you yeah I was fully asleep when all of that happened <laughs> I was out drunk sent home by Mike <laughs> get out of here get you're drunk here. get yeah. out of here <laughs> it was amazing uh, well I want to ask our uh, guest what kind of agent she was um, our guest is is, is great uh, 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 here's the different credits Okay, I got for this person. A comic, a journalist. This person puts journalist in quotes, but I think journalist for sure. All right, current <laughs> host of NPR's Everyone and Their Mom and real life Gen Z person. Don't know if I've ever met one uh, for real. Okay, I always thought it was a myth. All right, give it up everybody for Emma Choi. Hello. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming on to the show. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Um I hope I used your right pronouns. Is that all right? She heard. Yeah. Okay, perfect, perfect. Uh, I think that's this is this is. Thank you for for coming on the show. Um, did you go to prom? Did you go to your prom? I did go to prom. My my high school had two proms. We had junior prom and senior prom. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. and I planned junior prom because I was student body, whatever. Yep. yep. Um, and I uh, skipped the other prom. But okay. that's okay. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's like a power move, well, I think. I went I went to a pizza parlor instead and went to sleep by 10. So ah. <laughs> I had some power move in a way. Yeah. 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 But yeah. <laughs> Just being I asleep. Don't know. Yeah. Let's call it a power move now. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I mean, this is this is great. Uh, thank you for doing the show. You, We're going to get into all the different things you do and all the things and, and whatever cool. because you seem cool um, but I want to ask first what kind of Asian were you this week thank you for asking um, I'm gonna give an abstract answer mm-hmm. I was a real orange Asian this week orange okay. Asian yeah. okay. I've just a color so much orange juice orange juice <laughs> I don't okay. know why because two weeks ago I had COVID so I think oh, that maybe shit. yeah I know we just like I got it at a really uncool time where it was like no longer cool. Oh yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, everyone's like, had it I know, already. and everyone's like out and like having fun. Like, where are you, Emma? And I'm like, I have COVID. And Damn. Like, what? I know, but I've been drinking that orange juice. I've been buying the- so many sumo oranges. At one point, oh, I lost a sumo so orange good. in my Ho- bed. Hold, hold on, yeah, oh, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Is this a, is sumo oranges a thing? What yes. do you mean they exist? Well, because okay, I went to Whole Foods because I got some money. All right, <laughs> okay. okay, I won the lottery <laughs> and I went to Whole Foods, and there were sumo oranges like mm-hmm. up front, and they were real ugly, and I was like, I, this got to be delicious because they're so horrible looking. Yeah, and then I, I bought one. I brought one home for my wife, and and she was Romantic. like, this is cool. And then this this morning, she was on Twitter, and she, we got an ad for sumo oranges, and now you mentioned sumo oranges, and I don't know what to make of it. My friend, they're a thing. They've been a thing for, for years. I was going to say for yes. years. I I knew about them via a family influencer like two, three years ago. Family yeah. influencer. I follow micro, like, micro family I follow influencer. Little fa- Are, I, I follow baby accounts, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say it in a cool way, but it's, it's, that's what it is. Oh, it's, hey. I thought it was like your aunt. Who yeah, was me too. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, it was like, yeah, cousin, aunt, yeah, cousin yeah. Susie. Connie's a bit of a, you oh, know, man, influencer she's always in influencing family. the Armados. <laughs> yeah. oranges are like, my coworkers at NPR love them and my family. So I think it's like, Asian families and like mm. really liberal successful people. Yeah. Right? White. Ah. Parentheses white. 
Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No wonder I hadn't heard of it until I went to Whole Foods. There you go. Yeah, that's a Whole Foods <laughs> thing for sure. Yeah, man. It's delicious. Yeah. It's no, so it was good. good. Yeah. It was good. It was very ugly and very expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, they're like $3 so expensive. a pop. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you had a lot of oranges yeah. and you f- you're feeling better. Did it help? Yeah. Do the or- I think oranges it help? help? I feel you know, this was like an Asian. This is the Asian ivermectin. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because my mom never let me have medicine when I was growing up, even though my dad's a doctor. I don't know. What the fuck? Oh. I, it's, it's complicated. Oh, actually, no. This actually makes perfect sense. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah because like we would go to the doctor and the doctor would prescribe me antibiotics and we would walk out. And I'm like, you're not going to get those, are you? And she's like, no, you're not going to take those. But what? so what like, Oh. I don't know. But I'm fine. But okay. She's not an anti-vaxxer, which is okay. good. There's uh, a line. There's a line that. that's drawn. Um, but yeah, I think my body was like craving vitamin C yeah, whatever. and then I got a lot of it, but now I can't stop. I had two Sumo oranges this morning. Yes. Wow. It's ruining me financially. Two Sumo or- How the <laughs> hell are you doing? Uh, oh we'll my God. I'm not paying rent right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. just going up to your landlord. I'm so sorry. I, I just, I, I'm addicted to Sumo oranges. Yeah. Get out of here, you orange head. You know, yeah. um, that's, that's great. Well, welcome to the show. Thank Thanks you. for, for coming on for people who don't know. You have uh, so many fun things you do, but right now you are uh, a host of an NPR show, uh, and it's called Everyone and Their Mom. And you got this like through. I guess you were you were an intern first yeah. for Wait Wait Don't Tell mm-hmm. Me. Yeah, that's cra- okay. So first of all, you know, did you? How did you? How, how did you just get into this thing first? Just in general. In general. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm a comic, so. Yes that was happening and then my year off from school i was like i'm bored mm-hmm. and i need to do something um so i applied to this internship and i got it that's awesome and yeah i don't know how anyone gets an internship i don't know how either same. Yeah. i know right um and it was the first internship that i've actually liked because all my internships have been yeah. like make this spreadsheet yeah like, uh file this thing yeah like, exactly yeah. alphabetize but yeah. they actually like let me do stuff which is crazy um but then i went a little too far and then i started making i started i threatened to quit constantly um and i'm so replaceable and then i <laughs> <laughs> and it worked it was like they kept me for a year and then I did these like wacky like Wednesday PowerPoints where I like negged on the creator of the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think like negging people like much, much older and more professional than With, you. Like um, what's his name? Um Doug Berman? Yes. Oh. Peter Sagel. Yes, Peter Sagel. Sure, yeah. 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 Um, He's my height, so it's really easy to neg on him. Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> I love that guy, but oh my god. Uh, little guy. Short yeah. king. Yeah. Yeah. Short, Short king, king. exactly. Short king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you you were doing like a lot of like their you like revamped their social media and shit. Yeah, because they when, during my interview process they're like, can you do social media? And I'm like, I'm 21. Of so, course you can. You yeah. know, yeah. I did it, and then I don't know. I just kind of like did the stuff that I wanted to see, and then they're like, whoa, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> it worked out. So I that's don't know. amazing. Yeah. I think that's I great. That. Um, what are these PowerPoints that you do? Like, were you like doing like, here's our budget report, but it has also like a neg in it. You know? Exactly. Well, it Sick. was like part of the intern's job is that every week on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, that's like a celebrity guest, right? Yeah. And then the intern's job is like to talk about the celebrity guest and give them facts. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it was really boring. So I just made a PowerPoint and like threw it. It was like became like mostly not about the guest. It was like yeah. me calling Doug Berman a nerd and making him <laughs> say like really like, classist things oh my God. <laughs> like out of their mouths um yeah. and like saying a lot of f words but um can i curse on this podcast oh fuck yeah, yeah. You can. wow <laughs> <laughs> that's so good i literally was like what other swear is there i couldn't think of anyone um yeah so it was like that kind of stuff I and like yeah it's like a three-hour meeting so people got like super bored yeah. so i think yeah. it was nice oh to God. like 
infuse some yeah. energy. So neg your way to success. Seriously. Yeah. It's why white men do. It's, it's it is. It's, it's a lesson yeah. I need. I think I think that's great. I me and Fumi, we were guest writers on Wait Wait Don't Tell Me. No way. Yeah, maybe this is before the pandemic. And this was like um because we we know like a producer at NPR and um and oh, I can't remember what show she does, but um she's she was real nice and she kinda you is know her name's Skylar. No, not Skylar. Okay. Jennifer. Mills? Yes. Oh, she's on our show. Yeah, she's yeah, my okay. supervising producer for this That's show. That's right. Okay, yes, yes, yeah. she is she is on that. I makes, love Mills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's 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 great. We never understood why she was uh so supportive of us because <laughs> we were like, We don't I mean she was so nice and yeah. uh, she was like, Hey, we're like looking for a guest writer and you know, put your name in there and like, you know, we want you to do this little stretch of like a couple weeks. And it was like the first um like professional writing thing we did, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Fumi mm-hmm. and I. You know, we had li- written, you know, sketch and whatever the heck it is and we're, we're comics and stuff like that but we uh it was like the first thing and it's like for a show i had heard of and i was like this is amazing because you know your first like i don't know your first credit is always like peacock sevens uh you know uh rendition of you know gone with the wind non-problematic and it was like okay whatever writing yeah. for this um so we were writing it and it was really cool and we and we got to talk to peter sagel and Fumi didn't know a lot about the show because Fumi doesn't know a lot of things. But like, <laughs> I had heard of it. I, li- I grew up listening to it, and I thought it was awesome that he was on like speakerphone, and it was so like you know like bizarre because yeah. you're used to him doing certain things, and instead he's just like asking us like, well, "What do you think about this?" I'm like, "What the fuck?" You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but he also came to us with this thing where he was like, you know, come to come with you know jokes that uh you think we want but also odd jokes that you you just want to hear mm-hmm. it's okay if it's like going totally different and i'll be honest it was it was hard for me to do that i think because i was so uh you know that that the voice of of him but also the show the voice of the show is so iconic yeah mm-hmm. you know that it was hard for me to like break out of that and i was like i don't want to say afraid but i was like you know, you really, you know, when you write jokes, you really want the person to be like, I like that joke. I'm going to use it. Mm-hmm. And they used a couple of my jokes and it felt really good. But I feel like what you did was like, I'm going to fucking quit if, <laughs> if you don't let me swear in this PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't quit once because Peter Segal wouldn't say bussy on air. <laughs> <laughs> and I explained to him what a bussy was. Yeah. It was uncomfortable. But That's it's great. like that kind of stuff. I, I think the, the trick is that you kind of have to see. I just kind of saw Peter Segal as like like a kind of dopey uncle that mm. I was like, Peter, just say it. Don't be a pussy. Just say it. <laughs> yeah. He like did it. But um, it was really fun. Yeah, it was a great job. And I love it. Yeah, I love, I that's love a good like hill to die on too. Yeah, that's yeah. A pussy <laughs> hill. Yeah, so it was really fun. Um, I, uh, I, I have to say, I'm going to out you a little bit, Jenny. Uh-oh. Jenny didn't know what the show was. That's fine. I'm so sorry. That probably means you're cooler than us. Yeah, <laughs> but I listened really, to it this yeah. week. You did listen to it yeah, this week. I, was, I, I like, Well, yeah, to prepare. My show or that show? Both. Oh, cool. You know, I do my homework. Wait, wait, you <laughs> tell me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Um, I well, first of all, just jumping right in, I was like, oh, this is the structure of the show. You know, whenever you like jump into any sort of like podcast, yeah. you're like, they're like, this is how you like. They just do it, and you're mm-hmm. like, okay. So I'm just kind of like following, and I'm like getting into it, and like, okay, there's famous people on the show. Like I was like seeing the Casey Musgraves one. I love Casey. Oh my Musgraves. god, I love that show. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. It was great. Really fun, and it's definitely like an establishment show. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. the the template for like other stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's 20 years old, so. 
Yeah. yeah. And I loved great. your episode. Thank you. Which one did you listen to? The one about kimchi. You were oh, making with my grandma? with your grandma, which was so cute. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you I had Josh Gondelman on too. Yes, we did. He's great. I yes, love he's Josh. He's the nicest man in New York. He's very nice. Yeah. Like the point where I'm like, I don't know him, but I see his tweet. Well, I know who he is. Yeah. Um, but I see his tweets all the time and like I see him on like other people's stuff and I'm yeah. like yeah he's great he, <laughs> yeah he, yeah he he's like um you know like a really you know sometimes you see a really cute dog and you're like <laughs> that dog would be dead in minutes if it was out in the wild yeah but and but like Josh is a cute dog and he's out in the wild and he seems to be alpha dog somehow. I was like, it makes <laughs> yeah. no sense because he's such a sweet guy. Right. So. Yeah. He's such a good guy. That's but. great. I mean, you know, you're like climbing up and then you're also a comic. You're like a stand up comic. No, I don't do stand up. It's so easy not to do stand up sometimes. Oh, it's so easy. <laughs> I tried it and, and I then I just, suggest you I was not. like, I should keep doing this. And then I didn't. No, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm an improv comic. Okay. Um, Okay. And then, uh, yeah, but, but like improv in time, like I wasn't on my school team for like three years and yeah. then I stopped, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's amazing. The other Thanks. credit you have is you go to Harvard. I do. do You're that. in Harvard now. I am. You mm-hmm. do an NPR show and you go to college. <laughs> I'm tired. What the fuck? My, I, when I was in college, my college job was, I was library security, uh, at the library and you mean security as a library yeah i was security at our the school's campus's library that's how i met my wife okay. oh and yeah it was great what yeah so i met cute. her it was like was yeah. she a book huh? <laughs> was that was she a book yeah, yeah. she's a book <laughs> yeah that's so cute she exists in my mind okay <laughs> it's beautiful no yeah. yeah she yeah we were library security it was a hilarious job but you're you a you're um you you record like you record it out of your dorm room yeah. Whoa. Yeah, which is insane. But it's a guy below me on the floor below me. He's like always singing opera, and it's so <laughs> that is annoying. Such a Harvard thing to say. <laughs> oh my god, with Josh. <laughs> it was it was so much. Um, but like, it's it's weird. Yeah. But my roommate just moved out, so now I have the whole suite to myself, which is oh, nice. That's good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I miss her, but you know, it's nice to have the whole suite. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it's crazy, but Harvard people are like always doing crazy shit so is like, that what's going on yeah so it's kind of like no one cares that much yeah <laughs> so yeah. it's fine yeah. right it does make sense it's like of the weird things i've seen in dorms someone recording an npr show really wouldn't ta- crack the top five yeah exactly you know <laughs> like there's a guy yeah. he's like cooking with actual fire you know and oh, yeah. or whatever you know like yeah yeah i think uh i think i think that's cool uh, it's uh we wanted to talk about this because um this is sort of our uh race news section segment mm-hmm. and it, it's it's not really about race okay that's a little, little change we're making for anyone who's watching on the video <laughs> is uh we used to have a segment called ra- uh, race news and now it's just called news <laughs> because we are asian and by definition it will become race news because we are asian that's just how cool. it works mm-hmm. that said this is very asian because this is about berkeley <laughs> and uh berkeley i went to berkeley jenny you went to berkeley yes and we we are exactly ten years apart yeah. in graduation, and we're also te- then you're ten years from from Emma. Uh, Emma. Emma, yeah, and that makes me sick. But <laughs> you know, know who we are. So <laughs> I wanted to get into this. It's just a little bit, really, as a jumping off point. Uh, I saw this article, New York Times, and it says it, the, the the headline is Berkeley versus Berkeley, and um, I'll read a little bit. It says bristling at pressure to make room for escalating numbers of students. Longtime Berkeley the city berkeley residents have leveraged state environmental laws to accuse the old university of california campus of essentially polluting neighborhoods by admitting more students than the city can handle and uh the case is ongoing 
but plaintiffs recently won a court order to freeze the university's enrollment at 2020 levels, potentially forcing more than 2,500 incoming students to defer enrollment, take a semester remote, lose their slot, or consider another campus. So what this is, is uh, it's Berkeley the city versus Berkeley the university. And Berkeley the town is a very cute Bay Area town. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like got like medium density. So it's kind of got like a very small city feel. Obviously, the campus is a very big part of Berkeley, but it's not at by any stretch of the imagination, like the whole town. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it takes up a big spot of it. But, it you know, obviously, there's a shit ton of fucking students there. Yeah. I think when I went, it was something like 18,000, 20,000 undergraduates yeah something like that 18, right Eighteen thousand. thousands of oh undergraduates <laughs> thousands of undergraduates and then grad students there's probably like eight thousand or to ten thousand more un yeah. uh, graduate students so that's thirty thousand you're really one of so many people. students so uh and then there's like the actual city itself which you know is a very charming city in a lot of ways very in a lot of ways exactly what you think of Everybody gets around with, you, with unicycle. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Whole Foods is for poor people because they have something called Berkeley Bowl, which is like a ridiculous grocery store, which makes, which makes Whole Food uh, look like a Burger King because <laughs> it is so fancy, fancy. It is, um, I think, I don't know if Berkeley people would, would like me saying this, but Berkeley people are upper class fancy people. They just dress <laughs> like... A dude who slack lines. That's the, <laughs> that's the thing about Berkeley. But I wanted to get into this because, you know, Jenny and I went to Berkeley. And every time you and I talk about it, yeah. we have very sort of mixed, strong feelings. Yes. I think about Berkeley, but also just in college in general. Yeah. You know, and I wanted to talk, you know, about that experience, you mm -hmm. know, and why we were sort of like kind of confused by it. And, and then I wanted to talk to Emma about what it's like going to the school of schools that everybody's always talking about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, Jenny, like... You, when I say Berkeley, what is your sort of whole thing? Um, I would say that I have a pretty fraught relationship with my experience yep. at Berkeley. I think one, it's a huge, huge school, and the the I mean, obviously, it's a wonderful school, amazing <laughs> like like education, especially for the cost if you're in state, um, which is like why a lot of people go. Yeah. Um, comparatively to like other schools. Mm -hmm. I will say I struggled a bit because it is so Asian. And I mean that. It's very Asian. And I mean that in this, like, I didn't know a, really about, like, inter-Asian racism because I. Oh, yeah. Because, like, <laughs> I went to a school where, like, all the Asians were friends. Because uh. I was, like, not, it wasn't, like, that Asian, if that makes sense. Where did you sure. grow up? I'm from the Bay Area. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then I went to this school and all of a sudden I was, like. My first day there, I got asked three different times if I'm Korean. Oh, and shit. then I was like, oh, no, I'm Japanese, which I've never been asked that so directly. Like, are you Korean? Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, I'm Japanese. And then, like, the turn, because oh. the people who were asking you're oh. Korean, like, literally, my, one of my, my very close friends now, she lived across the door from me, and she's like, oh, my grandparents would hate you. And I was yeah, like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this energy is very new to me. And so I think I just, like, struggled with finding my place yeah. um, with, within a very big pool of Asian people. There was, like, a new version of inter-Asian racism I'd never had. Yes. Um, and so I had to really, like, figure out what that meant. And I don't think Berkeley is really a conducive place to, like, maybe explore some things about yourself because mm. it's, like, very competitive. So, yes. like, I always had a desire to do comedy, but I it's never did really. it in college. Mm. You didn't do... Uh, so this Theodore Rice that was, was was there when I was there, was that still there when you went? I think it was. Okay. I, 
I don't really remember it. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah. I did do like um, like clubs where you bring performances huh. onto campus. Oh, but I didn't want to audition for anything because I had no experience right. doing comedy, and then I was so nervous about like just getting up and doing an improv audition. Sure. Yeah. And because it's a big school, there's no like, oh, everyone gets in. It's like, no, you you have to try out for everything. I interviewed for yeah. like every club I did. Oh, my oh God. yeah, yeah. And you can get, and I got di- cut from, like I didn't get into a lot of clubs. And yeah, so it was what, just very what, like, what club? Like, what are you talking about? Like, um, like Superb, which is, um, I've oh. gone to the comedy section because uh, they were fledgling and they were like, yeah. whatever. Comedy wasn't cool at that point, you know? Yeah, like yeah, stand- yeah. No one was going to see stand-up comedy in 20, oh. I don't know, 2010. Yeah. Um, and so... I did that, but I wanted to be in the concerts, which is like you bring bands oh, on. Yes. Didn't make it. Whoa. Like I interv- went through full interview process. Didn't oh make God. it. Like things like that, like every f- like business frat or whatever. Like at the time oh, I was like, I got to be a person who makes a lot of money. So I was like, I'm going to be a lawyer. <laughs> and so like d- the pre-law frat stuff, you can get cut. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Everything. It's like if you don't, you have to apply You're right. and you have to like compete for a spot. Yes. And that includes comedy. Right. And, and I was like, what about if I'm just curious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm comedy. To, curious you have to interview for that as well yeah actually. yeah how curious are you you know yeah <laughs> that's crazy so i feel like it was very much like it was it was a good experience but it because i had to learn how to like survive on my own in that yeah. type of like big world where it's competitive and so i think i came out of it being like okay i can like i'm self-sufficient i can live yeah. in the city and be myself but like the hard part was i didn't really get to explore all these different facets of yes. myself that i think college is the time to do that yeah um, and also just feeling like I'm not Asian enough. I had that feeling constantly at Berkeley. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. You're never Asian enough because of you're not Korean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like I, I, I feel you there. I, Emma, I wanted to ask you also, I mean, I know there's a lot of, sure. There's a lot of Asian people at Harvard, but like, do you get a, any sense of that too? Where, you know, I, w- I, I don't know if this is true, but I, I feel like when you went to a UC, like a good UC quote unquote, people there have you know they um they're used to like being the best person right at their school or whatever you know i'm saying these are like very high achieving people you know i don't know if it's like that with harvard Uh, you know what's your sort of sense and yeah i mean i everything you're saying like still happens i mean because like harvard everything we call comping you have to comp for everything like um especially comedy you know Um, yeah we just crazy right um and like we're trying to make progress and like making that not be it i mean the cent the traditional center of the harvard comedy scene is the harvard lampoon Mm -hmm. which is like um like a very evil place i've heard yeah yeah (laughs) i'm gonna get in trouble for saying that but it's like you're the uh, second person to say also like uh that the lampoon is evil that well also that you will get in trouble because it feels like they have like a lot of power i don't know exactly was the first person sierra it doesn't remember. matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It may have been. Well, I went through this whole thing. I mean, <laughs> this is a whole thing, but I went through this thing last semester where, like, I was president of my improv team, and then I spoke out against the Lampoon, and then I basically got kicked off my improv team. What? How? Around. What? But it's the president of the Lampoon was on my improv team. Oh, fuck. What? Yeah, and he's a sociopath. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how much you can use, but yeah, it's like, it's, it's interesting because things are changing a lot. Um, and like Lampoon doesn't matter outside of college. Yeah. Right? yeah. But a lot of people like me came to Harvard because of the Lampoon. Sure. Uh, because I've always wanted to do comedy and then you get there and you're like, oh fuck, like yeah. this is not a good place for a woman or other people. Yeah. Whoa. Um, and they have so much money and they have a legal team. And like what? there's been, there's like sexual assault. And, like, oh my God. Oh, I didn't know stuff. that. It's like worse than everything you <laughs> but shit. like it's interesting because there's really bad people there and there's like really good people on the lampoon we're trying really hard to make it a better place but like 
there's this mentality of women, I think, they're like, okay, I'm going to go into this place and I'm going to change shit up. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do better. But then you get there and it's impossible. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. impossible to fight against an institution sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's a huge part of the comedy thing. And, like, everyone at Harvard, it was the best at what they did in high school. And you come to college, but there's, but you want to keep being the best. Yeah, you keep yeah. Be um, And, yeah, and that's really hard. And there's not a lot of Asian people in comedy at Harvard, so there's not a community to help you through that sure. kind of yeah. stuff. And I think, I mean, you guys probably felt this, but, like, being Asian in comedy is, like, you know, you're not enough of a minority to, like, say whatever you want, mm-hmm. but you're not white enough to also say whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. So it's, like, you're always self-censoring. So it really totally. fucking sucks. Damn, yeah. that's such a good point. Uh, and, and what you mentioned about, um, you know, I, f- I feel like sometimes going to these like really... Uh, I don't know prestigious institutions Mm -hmm. you feel like um, you know you're not really supposed to explore the you know being a creative person or or whatever right like and I sometimes think that you know I wasted my time at Berkeley because I you know if I was if I knew I was gonna fucking be a podcaster I would have just skipped college I don't know I don't need to have a degree (laughs) to do this this is stupid but like uh, you know because when you're I think when I was at at Berkeley it was like very much you're going to be a professional in some way a hundred and maybe for you also by yeah. that time i'm going to or i'm going to be in tech or something yeah. right it was like these very high powered roles mm-hmm. makes perfect sense but if you're like a uh fucking weirdo like yeah. me you know like um you just don't know what to do yeah i remember i uh interviewed at like <laughs> i remembered i was like i need a job Right after I graduated. No idea what that meant. Yes. And I was like, I need to work in an office. And I think I would like to be a manager. Looked up the job, office manager. Didn't realize what office managers do yes. at all. <laughs> yeah. Now also realize I would be a terrible office manager. <laughs> I'm not organized. I'm not I'm not good at that sort of thing. But I didn't know. Right. Because if you didn't go into the four or five like things you were supposed yes. to do, then you're fucked. You're just like the these. You, not, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm even talking about just like. I'm not even talking about like any kind of crazy like stand-up comedy, right? I'm yeah. talking about just like another kind of job, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I, you know, so yeah. that was where I got like tripped up because I was like, to your point about not being Asian enough, I was like not a cutthroat. I'm going to be a consultant or yeah. something like that. Didn't even know what that meant. So like nobody does, do. yeah. nobody <laughs> does, right? And so yeah, I don't know when you when you got out, did you feel like okay, well office manager you know like me well yeah totally i mean i didn't even think especially being from the bay area where there isn't really a comedy scene i really think that maybe if you are in new york or la as a student maybe it's different but being in the bay area oh god there's no world outside of like tech (laughs) and so at that time when i was in school i really had my like eyes were set on getting a good job yes and so i was like poli sci pre like pre-law like oh, okay. i was like i was oh gonna God. take a year off to do the lsats like you're gonna go i be just because i yeah, yeah because i was like well there's no future for me to do anything creative because that's not a real thing right that's fake <clears throat> that's yeah not real. No, that's not real <laughs> so i literally just like my i was a tumblr girl so and oh, i nice. still exist and i will never tell anyone what my tumblr <laughs> is but it is so emo and like yes. at the time when I was graduating, I would write these long, long oh, posts about like it. feeling lost. Yes. And, like, oh not my knowing. gosh. <laughs> okay. Same, but I don't know if you know Live Journal. Yeah, that I was my Live jam. Journal. Live Journal. Okay, but I know to say. Oh my. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. So, like it's all just like I don't know what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna find a job. Like why do I have to make this decision now? I'm only 21. Like all these things, you know, because I felt like I had to be a lawyer. 
Yes. Because everyone at Berkeley knew what they were doing. Right. They're either going to be a software engineer. Yes. Like a consultant. Right. Or um, a lawyer. Yeah. Like it literally was. Or a doctor. That's right. so dark. It was just so that. Dark. And yeah. I, so I just thought, well creativity that's a thing i can do for fun on my tumblr yeah. when i write my <laughs> tumblr posts. this was like 2013 right so it yeah. was a peak tumblr yeah oh yeah Full that's tumblr great mode. and so yeah for sure when i left i like just took a job <laughs> it's yeah. like whatever Office job manager, i can get literally yeah yeah, yeah. shooting yeah. out my whatever like whatever i can get 40 hour work week if i can get it i'll take it because i felt like i had to yeah and it took me like three four more years after that to be like Maybe I should do an improv class finally. Right. <laughs> did you do it? Did, was there improv in the Bay? What? Yeah. So I at 25, I started doing improv in San Francisco. Okay, cool. Um, and then quickly was like, I love this. Yeah. Aww. And then I was like, I have to go to New York. I have to go. <laughs> I have to go. There's an Asian prom there. Yeah. I got to hit it up, man. Well, literally, it was just, there are Asian people there who do comedy. Yes. I, I went to a, sh- a UCB show and I saw Asian people on the teams and I was like, <gasps> I got to go there. I hope, I really hope that... Uh, you know the asian prom thing like it like like reverberates out into the universe out into america or yeah. canada you know new australia yeah and people are like there are other asian people who want to do this and this becomes like the the spot you totally. know because i was thinking about it in the other scenes i don't even know if in other scenes there's enough asian people for like a critical mass of this sort of thing i don't yeah. know i mean when you do comedy out in boston you feel like also like eh, still pretty like you just you were kind of talking about it yeah so. i mean boston comedy is like like college students or like 40 year old white men being like oh my yeah. mother-in-law you know so like, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know which is also college student humor but um i don't know yeah. i mean i think within the college is def- i mean co- comedy is trendy now you know so like oh. i know oh, it's very is cool it? yeah. now. it's very it? trendy now oh, okay yeah. in 2013 okay. it wasn't yeah i can tell you 2022 super trendy. very yeah. really like random like comp side people being like what up like i want to be a stand-up on the side totally. and, like oh, they shouldn't shit. be but like they do it anyway yeah yeah so it's interesting now so there is like there's a lot of asian creatives now so that's Yo, cool but yeah, yeah. That's but we should definitely have an asian prom in boston that'd be really there's cool definitely yeah. needs to be yeah. one. i wanted to ask too quickly about um you know you're a, a real life gen z person yes <laughs> and so i wanted to know if um if we're all canceled no i, I wanted to know if uh I guess like we we had a we had a we had Jen and I had had a discussion about there's a vibe shift happening. Sure. There's a vibe shift, and you know what's crazy is that I just said that, and you knew exactly what I was talking about. Because if I had asked anyone over thirty, they'd be like, "Wah wah wah," you know, <laughs> that I would have given them a stroke. But you were like, "Yeah, no problem," and you sure. actually look more comfortable now than ever. <laughs> so, I, I I wanted to get your take because you were sort of saying, "Yeah, like." comedy is trending i feel in some ways like asian people are trending sometimes in a bad way but like you know like oh for sure yeah you know like i feel there's a there's a different movement even from just five years ago right yeah and i wanted to get your take on you know do you feel do you feel it's a good thing because do you feel it's kind of strange i I don't know you know i I, i've i only know it from you know when comedy wasn't a thing i mean quote unquote wasn't a thing wasn't as trendy let's Mm -hmm. just say and same thing with like asian people we weren't as cool right we didn't have a marvel movie yet yeah (laughs) and i wanted to see what your take as a a person in terms of comedy or asian or both both yeah just like what's the vibe you know well no one cared i was korean before until like now oh you know i mean i grew up in northern virginia so like sure you know people cared in kind of a bad way Yeah, Yeah. yeah but um yeah i mean like I think part of it is like being visible for the first time in my life. Like on mm. Instagram, I have like a blue check next to my name now. Yo, which is I, crazy. Yo, I saw that yeah. blue check. It's the only thing my brother has cared about this whole time. Really? <laughs> yeah, my brother is like, oh, you own a PR show? Cool. Whatever. And he's like, oh, aren't you? You got a blue check? What? My friends are freaking out. <laughs> 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 we just put it 
a really good feeling. But um, how old's your brother? He's sixteen. Uh oh. Yeah, so he's in it. He's like the Gen Zer, which right. is crazy. Yeah, wow, yeah. Just, also, at that age, boy, like br- little brothers don't care about you at all. <laughs> no, they, no don't. they really don't. They really don't. You're no. like nothing to them. But he's so sensitive. What does he? What does he care about? He cares about. He, cares about, he plays jazz piano. Wow. What the hell? He's a cool little boy. Yeah. That's very so he cares cool. about that. But there's he's really good. But there's a prodigy in the year below him. Oh. So he cares a lot about that. <laughs> oh, he cares wow. about baseball. Okay. Yeah. Um, that might be it. And he got recently scorned by a girl. So he cares about that too. He, he really got, he got what? scorned by a girl. Oh. But you know about it. I know, right? That's actually really great. He's very communicative. That's My mom great. thinks that he doesn't, but he is, you know? So <laughs> Do you think that's a, like a, you know, kind of like a whatever? I don't want to say everything's Gen Z thing, but like, you know what I'm saying? I think, I, it, I think it's a Gen Z thing because we're taught to be more communicative. Yeah. Oh. But I also think it's a little boy with two older sisters thing, you know? Uh, because we... My, my brother didn't talk till he was like five because me and my sister said everything for Locked him. In. So, but anyway, yes, vibe so shift. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vibe <laughs> shift. yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, no one cared I was Korean. Now they really care that I'm Korean. Oh, um, especially like NPR is great because they really care in a very good way that I'm Korean. Mm-hmm. But like, it's interesting because like, I don't know, like. Even at school, like no one really cares unless you make it part of your identity. Sure. Yeah. So I think that that's part of the five shift that being Asian is trendy now. I think, I think so because like, I don't know something about like people really like all my Jewish friends really want to be not white because like everyone uh, doesn't want to be white, yeah. you know. Oh. So I think whatever makes you not white, not straight, you cling to that in yeah. a way, yeah. uh, which is can be problematic. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And then comedy is definitely. I mean. I don't have much comparison because I've been in college for like three years, but like yeah. the time I've been in college, like comedy has been very trendy. Um, yeah. Mm. And like, if you do comedy and you do a pre-professional thing, it's like, I can get a job, but I'm also funny. And yeah. Cool, right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's weird. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. I feel, th- do you want to go into do some comedy ish thing? Or? Yeah, okay. I think so. I mean, I just, I never thought I would do a traditional, I'm like, I wear a lot of like, loose fabric I'm not really made <laughs> I'm not really made for the office you know yeah so like I've always wanted to do something creative I'm also a, like a fiction writer so something like that. oh that'd yeah. be cool so yeah great. so like doing a balance of those two things would yeah. be like awesome um but yeah it's a it's this weird amount of people who don't want to be comics being in the comedy scene right now hmm. um, even though the Harvard comedy scene is like super pre-professional so that's a weird dynamic oh. yeah Interesting. so it's gonna be like in like 10 years or five years we're gonna have like all these really funny lawyers or something yeah like maybe, maybe. Yeah. Well, or just really bad. funny yeah, yeah. But yeah. They think they're really funny that's a strong thing. yeah i bet there's not much of that in new york though most people who are doing comedy like want to be comics right i would think yeah i mean in improv we did i did there were a couple of people who were just doing it for fun yeah even though yeah, yeah. like being on a team was like a lot of work yeah. but they were like you know a lawyer who loved do- my friend's a lawyer full lawyer corporate yeah. lawyer his hours are crazy Still in an improv Still team it because he just loved it, but he had no intention of doing it professionally. People but most love people improv, do it love improv. Oh yeah. yeah, it's a cult. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think it's interesting that comedy is cool now. I mean, it's such it a shift. So I think it's because Netflix specials started coming out. So many. And like now, you middle people, Schwartz was made improv cool. Yes, again. like yeah. it's just like comedy specials are so much more accessible. And then now everyone's like, "Well, I can do that." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Asian comedy is cooler now too because like yeah. Ali Wong and Randall Park exactly. and all those people yeah. like they made it cool. Exactly. They put it in front of us and yeah. we're like, oh, we can do it mm-hmm. and it doesn't like have to 100%. be like my family doesn't think i'm honorable anymore yeah. like it doesn't have to be any of that exactly mm-hmm. it's great yeah yeah i um i kind of uh we were talking about before this earlier but uh, i blame pete davidson for <laughs> a lot of the problems that mm-hmm. this world faces Absolutely. um including fair comedy being cool because before a long time i used to have this argument with uh brian park yeah over feeling asian that there is no such thing as a cool comedian mm-hmm. like 
legitimately cool as in like he would have he or she would be on the cover of vogue and also is funny yeah like yeah. legitimately funny not talking about like you know how sometimes hot people like say one kind of cute thing and they're like oh my god <laughs> you know? yes yes um like a legitimately fun man and i was like oh well pete davidson's kind of into that space a little you know it's like and, and yeah there are like cool comedy people and i feel uncomfortable about it do you know what i'm saying yeah. i came i feel i went into this because i'm not cool i'm a, a weirdo and i need to go where weirdos can yeah. be okay you can't yeah. have both you, I know, what I you feel. can't yeah. be hot and funny I when i see those people time. i mean go come on fucking die yeah. come on. <laughs> you cannot have a six-pack and have a, a tight five at the yeah. same time i agree <laughs> uh yeah i mean um this this is this is good i wanted to do another vibe shift about in this podcast Wow. Okay, and just a little one. I hope this is uh, okay to talk about. I wanted to just that I have I have in the outline just generally, but um, to I guess intro this Jenny when we were first setting up, she was sort of saying, oh, you know, I'm sorry I'm late, you know, but like the subway is a little tricky right now, and I knew exactly what she was talking about, and I think every New Yorker knows exactly what what you were talking about. Yeah. Because did you take the subway here? I didn't. You didn't. Okay, so like it's a good move because like <laughs> it's. It's kind of crazy out there right now. Let's let's yeah. just say that. Um, yesterday there was uh, uh, a stabbing at MoMA, yeah. the Museum of Modern Art, and it was at the film desk. The film desk is like a separate uh, sort of. There's like a there's like a film theater attached to MoMA, right? And they show all sorts of movies, and the you know fortunately the two employees who were assaulted are okay, but there was like you know they were assaulted by a museum goer. And, um, you know, there's a video which I, I would warn you not to watch. It is very intense. And, um, again, it's good that they're, they're okay. Uh, but, like, I, wa I was um, really hits home because my wife used to work at that desk. <gasps> yeah. she, was, she used to be one of those people, like one of those museum-like people. Ugh. And this is at the beginning of her career. And, now, you know, now she's somewhere else. But uh, it was just, like, it just kind of made me feel like i've never felt unsafe in new york city ever mm -hmm. i lived here i've lived here like 10 years and stuff like that i walk around like four in the morning haha ha. it was almost kind of fun you know like mm -hmm. there's all sorts of drunk people weird things happening and now i'm like oh it's you know the full moon is out i better get the fuck out of here yeah so i wanted to talk to you both about that you know as um asian people and and asian women you know um i don't have to tell you sort of the things that have happened in the city but I wanted to just know, you know, like what's going through your minds and stuff. Yeah. Well, for me, living in New York, I also have never felt I mean, I've only been here for like four years, mm -hmm. but um, I still live in San Francisco before this. And I would say that I have felt safer here than in San Francisco. Sure. San Francisco can be really rough. Yeah. And yeah. I also think that people there are more people here. And it also almost feels like everyone around you when you're here will step up and protect you mm. is my general. I was what I used to say. And mm. then I swear this like past couple of months well whenever the first asian prom was was the on my way to meet up mm -hmm. um for a first like um kind of like asian, asian hangout, hangout that yeah. dylan adler organized so, so this, this was probably like last maybe year 2021 like yeah october or something yeah or september maybe it was the first time i got yelled at on a train oh, and like shit. like in the racist way yeah yeah um and i was like 
really thrown off. It was just because I was sitting on a seat that I guess a guy wanted. Um, and I was like, so just I was there from earlier and yeah. didn't like that. And then, um, you know, like call me Oriental or whatever. And I had like my headphones in, so I didn't hear it. And I was just like, wow, this is so crazy. It's happening on my way to hang out with like right. so many Asians. Oh my God. <laughs> like really wild for this to be happening. Um, so that was like my first taste of it. And then now the news cycle is like, you know, it's just there's a lot of assaults happening. Mm. Like the train, the trains are not great right now. Yeah. Like, you know, getting yelled at is a normal thing now. And yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a very odd time. I uh, now at a certain point, I won't go home alone late unless yeah. it's a car. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I try to go home earlier now. Yeah. Like it is definitely like I'm on my toes and like feeling a lot more. I don't know. Like I have to be aware, and it's just it's so s- sad that the race part is like the part of it now that I'm like, oh, like I know being an Asian I've, person is like right. I it know, makes you a target. It didn't feel like before that was an element necessarily. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? If, if there was something that was going to be sketchy that was happening, it was like kind of, you know, like the weather. It was like something like bad was happening, but it was kind of happening to everybody, yeah. <laughs> you know, at once. And now it's like, you know, uh, I feel like, you know, if my wife walks around somewhere, I'm like, okay, you're kind of like a big target. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, a little bit more than before, you know, yeah. even for myself, right? And, you know, I'm always like, I don't want anyone standing behind me during like in the subway, which mm-hmm. is like crazy, you know, mm-hmm. like I, again, never thought about that before. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Emma, I don't know what the situation is sort of like for you, but like, I don't know if you feel less kind of. Yeah. Here. I think like, like Christina Park's murder kind of confirmed something mm-hmm. for me because like, I don't know why, but like, I think after the pandemic, I felt like way more, I don't, I've never used the words like as a Korean woman as many much times yeah. as I have yeah. before as yeah. like now, you know, because like, and it's like so hard to explain to people why that I feel like afraid sometimes. Like I, I don't live in New York, but I do live in Boston and yeah. like Boston is like, you know, a scaled down version of New York, but sure. like I still won't go out after midnight, you know, right. and like if there's someone walking, like the, the usual problems of being a woman, I feel like are like five times as bad now. And yeah. I, yeah. I don't know why and it's scary. Like, I don't know why that's happening. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know either. And I, I, I'm, I mean, I was just talking to someone about it. It was, it, it, I, you, I, you don't know if you can like connect all the dots of all the different incidents happening, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like, is it a coincidence? I don't know. You know, like I don't think it's a coincidence, right? You know, uh, I don't feel as a Asian man. This is like the stupid, the stupid thinking of an Asian dude. Like Asian dudes are like, yeah, I, I wish somebody would attack me so that I could finally do use my Muay Thai skills. You know, like <laughs> right. that's us. Like, oh, dude, I do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, man. I'll yeah. fuck you. You know what I'm saying? But no, I would probably cry because <laughs> I'm like that. You know. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I don't know what the way out of this is. I don't even know. I think it'll only get worse, to be honest with you, because things globally are kind of scary. Uh, yeah. Her, you know. Yeah. One thing I learned though, my mom made me take a self def- a woman's self defense course oh, before yeah? I went to college. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm always drinking water before I go out at night because the number one thing you do if someone grabs you, you pee on yourself. No way! Did they <gasps> teach you that? Yeah. What? Where That's did you- the lesson? Where did you take this lesson? Uh, at the bank. Hey, if you're going online without ExpressVPN, it's sort of like handing your phone over to your girlfriend or boyfriend and saying, "Go ahead." Go through my DMs, you know? I'm sure it's fine. You know, you're all good boys and girls, but you know what? Why do it? Why, why, why? Okay, that's why you need to be using ExpressVPN. Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, wherever it is, your data online isn't secure. Any hacker can come in, start accessing things, start stealing your personal data, passwords, financial details, whatever. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel, love tunnels, 
between your device and their internet and the hackers can't get inside, can't be stealing your data. Just fire up the app, click one button and you're instantly protected. And ExpressVPN works on all your devices, laptops, phones, tablets, so you can stay secure on the go. Secure your data today at expressvpn.com Asian and get three months free. That's expressvpn.com Asian. expressvpn.com Asian. Whoa, what was Whoa, that? Hey, that's what crazy. is that sound? It's nice. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronized online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources to make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Like mine, Shopify powers million businesses from first sale to full scale. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com Asian, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com Asian right now. Shopify.com Asian. The CFOs that get it, get it. The CFOs that don't, don't. Let's talk about the CFO, the Chief Financial Officer. Today's CFO is critical to the strategy and success of the business. And in growing companies, there are two kinds of CFOs. One who's struggling to keep up, spreadsheets everywhere, manual processes, errors, and a lack of visibility into the numbers. It takes weeks to close the books. The other kind is on top of their game. Automated reports, inventory, e-commerce, and HR flow into the financial model seamlessly. Insights coming with the click of a button. That's why NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system used by over 28,000 growing businesses. That's a lot. Like I told you, the CFOs that get it, get it. The CFOs that don't, don't. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Over what 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. Head to netsuite.com ANA for a special one-of-a-kind financing offer. That's netsuite.com ANA. netsuite.com ANA. This month, Paramount Plus, in partnership with CAPE, the Coalition of Asian Pacifics and Entertainment, celebrates Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month with a special collection of series and movies spotlighting the AAPI community, with performances from Yeren Ha, Asif Manvi, Isa Briones, George Takai, Lucy Liu, Liza Lapira, and Keanu Reeves, just to name a few. Head to ParamountPlus.com slash WatchUsRise to learn more and stream their performances today. Navy Federal Reserve. Navy Federal Reserve <laughs> Bank. Me and my friend Grace are like 30 old women. And they're like, step one, ladies, pee on yourself. If you have poop in you, do that too. Step two. And then they taught us sing, you know, um, solar plexus. What is I? Oh, you know, the yes. Mr. Congeniality yeah. thing. Oh, is that really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Solar plexus, <laughs> eyes, um, nose, and then groin. Yeah. So... I feel prepared because I'm always, my bladder is full, my full. elbows are ready. Wow. My, my strong points are their weak points. 
Yeah, so. I feel. Yeah, also, you're uh, just staying hydrated, and, and that's I'm staying hydrated. <laughs> yeah, that's the key yeah. to everything. Yeah. Oh, you know, good, good wow. exfoliator. Self defense has been really on my mind. Oh, you know? totally. Which is crazy. Yeah, I get so many self defense TikToks now. Oh yeah, me too. Oh, Where, team like, pregnancy TikToks, but that's that's different. You, what, you what? Team pregnancy TikToks. That's oh, different. Well, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's okay. Also but important to be know, hydrated. Right? There, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Hydration is just important across the board. But yeah, like the self defense TikToks, like. I see a lot of like young women showing all of the, the little gears that they I have. Know. Oh, like what? There's like one that like makes a ton of noise. The, oh, the pull so you that pull retracts. it out. Yeah, like that's a, really. The what? Metal. There's like something that you pull makes like an alert, a lot of alert noise, right. noise. And then there's like there's a like thing. A, you think it's oh that's a little metal thing, and you go. Whoosh, oh, and it it's goes, a baton. Yeah, oh no, yeah. okay, I yeah, see. it is. Holy crap! Like a little like thing that like shoots something. Yeah. Like there's all these little like gears I've and gadgets. I've been seeing this thing, this little metal thing that in case your car falls into a lake, you can puncture. You can open your oh the window. Yeah, I've seen that lot of that but i don't think a man would push my car into a lake you know? that would be a He'd lot pull me out first yeah, yeah. i'd have to buy a car first uh, yeah. <laughs> once i have a car you're fucked yeah, yeah. Um, whoa 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 i mean yeah. damn see this is like the gap between stupid men and women because like women are always like thinking about this and like men are just like oh i want some chips you know that, that's yeah. like that's what goes through my mind is like oh After i wonder if there's out, any yeah. when are we gonna get robot suits we could wear that's like what <laughs> goes through my mind and you're like oh i gotta think about defending myself like um you know it it's it's crazy about the the peeing thing it sounds like you took a self-defense class at the zoo or something yeah you know, i was like all right <laughs> do what squid like, do you know like teaching it so it was fun yeah i mean yeah i mean like i guess like what else do they teach you in, in these like self? Have you taken self defense classes? No, I feel like you I should. should. Yeah, you should. But I feel like peeing yourself. I can do that. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Easy. I think I got this in the bag, you yeah. guys. <laughs> no, but I want to. Yeah. What else do they teach me? Um, I skipped a couple of courses because they're all like named Brenda and Fifty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I learned that you gotta kick hard because okay. which just sounds easy yeah but like a lot of times like you don't want to hurt someone right. because like maybe they weren't trying to hurt me right. no assume worst intent mm. and then like really get at him you got know? it um yeah, yeah pee yourself poo yourself <laughs> <laughs> the basic things i don't know where i saw this but i saw something about how like like the skin somewhere in your arm is like really sensitive like the inner really? skin so it's like just pinch really hard it might have been like a japanese like variety show program as a <laughs> kid whoa, whoa, and i just like internalized they it they should do self-defense for asian american women yes and just specifically that like because i'm like yes. small so like yeah. just let me like pinch something yeah so that's like sensitive you know yeah i like that anyway yeah oh you also pretend to be crazy that's another thing i think another one. i yeah. have thought about that i was like if anything happens i'm just gonna scream something cra and just pee myself and be crazy yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. yes, it's Start like not worth tongues. it. I'm not, yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll be fun for me, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> invite them, in, invite them to your improv show. Just yeah, like, you got, I, I wait, can't. you're you're so right. Yeah, yeah, comedy. You it's know? twenty five dollars <laughs> to see an hour long <laughs> montage. <laughs> set. Like, no, never mind. No, never mind. You know, can't you just poop yourself. Okay? Oh, my oh my gosh! Wow. I mean, geez. I, I duh. Well, whoa. I'm so sorry. I mean, I just I feel like. I didn't do anything, but maybe I did. I don't know. I'm sorry about that. That's crazy. Yeah, thanks for um, the I also got to yeah. check out some of these self-defense uh, accoutrements. Yeah. That's pretty They're intense. fun. They look At a certain cool. point, you have a keychain full of like yes. weird like, claws and like sticks and lasers. It's pretty dope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's tight, dude. That's tight. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, um, wanted to again thank our guest uh, Emma Choi for being on here, and we're going to wrap up the show uh, with our Asian, not Asian game. And the way this game works is we're going to list some things, phenomena from the previous segments and things we were discussing, and talk about if they were Asian or not. Okay, and uh, you were, you got it. Let's do it. Cool. 
Um, here, let's uh, let's start with environmental laws. Are those Asian or not? Not Asian. Not Asian. I need some. I need some. You need to show your I'm work. I'm just thinking that my grandma <laughs> doesn't know what that is. Mm. You know, and I think that's a pretty surefire way to see if things are Asian or not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but I also think environmental law has a real, like, I don't think anyone who practices environmental law really knows what sundubujiga is. Okay. Okay. Mm. Interesting. That's what do you think? That's a that's a weird law in logic. <sighs> I feel like if you explain an environmental law thing to a Korean grandma or Vietnamese grandma because they're so into gardening, mm-hmm. if you explained it in terms of gardening, mm-hmm. they would be like, "Oh, okay, if you have this environmental law, I can get a bigger pers- a persimmon tree, right?" Like <laughs> yeah. then, like it starts to make sense. Yeah, yeah. But like if you don't, then I agree with you. I think off the off the top. Of the yeah, knob. off the top. No, right. Yeah. I would top. agree with that. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Okay. Like conceptually. They're probably big fans. Asian people are big fans. Love yeah, but the word, no. <laughs> the word. Yeah. My grandma can't say yeah. V's, so that's ah, straight off. No. no V's, V's. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, how about how about this? This is interesting. How about NPR? Is NPR Asian or not Asian? Mm. Yeah, I think definitely. Yeah. Oh. Weirdly, right? Because first you're like, no, white. Yeah. But all of my relatives know what NPR is. Word. Wow. Yeah, which is really cool. And there's like a lot of Asian people behind the scenes at NPR. Mm. Okay. So that rules. Asian. I love that. Yo, I didn't know about that. That's the insider shit right there. Seriously. Your new year NPR throws down. It's great. Really? Okay. All right. Uh, How about um, about this? Getting lit. Getting lit. Is that an Asian thing or not? Do I answer first? You can answer. You can answer or you can. It doesn't matter. You can go. Well, (laughs) based on your hands, you know, yes. Ah. (laughs) Also, because when we get lit, we can't hide. We can't hide. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, based off of my s- sample size of last Saturday, <laughs> yes. getting lit is Asian. Getting sure. lit is very Asian. <laughs> and oh. it, it's me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just Jenny. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Jenny. It's just Jenny's face, just yeah. in general. Yeah. Asian glowing. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, okay, how about this? Pooping. Just pooping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this game's going off the rails. Okay, I love it. I love it. I do. I, I like that. Um, yeah, I feel. Yeah, what do you think? Don't you Jenny? think? I, sorry, I just like, immediately was like. I feel like my family, or at least like Japanese people, talk about pooping very openly. Yeah. Huh. It's just a conversation. It's yeah. nothing to be Us ashamed too. of. So I feel like it is a very Asian thing. Also, the Korean words for poop are like very, like Korean is a very phonetic language. Mm-hmm. Like Korean poop is thong, which is like the sound of yeah. hitting the water. Like solsta is diarrhea, you know? So oh. it's like, yeah, I say that's Korean or <laughs> Asian. Asian. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I'm learning a lot. Okay. How about this one? Last one. Improv. Is improv Asian or not Asian? Hmm. Let's make eye contact. Yeah, yeah make eye contact it. as you guys think about it. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah, yes. It's yes. one of the least pla- least Asian things I in the world. Wow, that is so fucking funny. I mean, have your parents ever seen you do improv? Yeah, they don't well, get they it, c- but they like yeah. it. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, would they conceptually get what's happening? No, well, I mean, because it's not my parents' instinct to say yes and. You yeah. know, it's like exactly. maybe also what you know. Yeah, <laughs> every, yeah. yeah. Every time my parents come, they're like, we don't know what just happened or yeah. why this requires skills, but we're glad you're having fun. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Unju, you were the main character in that one. I'm yeah. like, no, like that was a montage. Yeah. <laughs> you were the main character in that. Yeah. <laughs> like, so did you think of the lines beforehand? I was like, I really don't think you're understanding the concept of this. <laughs> my most popular comment from my relatives was like, you should write that down. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you're like, okay. That's great. I'm glad you enjoyed, but yeah, that you don't yeah. get it. Yeah. You don't get improv, it. Improv. Short for improvisation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Well, yeah. Who's your, fa- who's your parents' favorite comedian? Oh. Like, American comedian? Jerry Seinfeld. 
Seinfeld? Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So, they, so they, they'll, list, they'll watch, listen, watch him and, and be like, yep. oh, yeah. They lived in New York during the 90s. So they were oh. they were on that Thursday night Yo, primetime slot. Shit. So they're still vibing down with Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. Wow. So, a classic. A classic. Yeah. You know, and I'm learning a lot. My boyfriend's Jewish, so I'm learning a lot about his culture right now by watching <laughs> Seinfeld. And it's it's a rich culture, you know? <laughs> it is a rich culture. It is a lot. Of, uh, it's a very rich culture. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Jenny? Uh, my parents love Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, really? <laughs> he, he's the Asian love. late night host. They yeah, love Jimmy Kimmel. Whoa. I, I, my dad is like, did you see that episode of Jimmy Kimmel? I'm like, no, I'm not, I don't just stay. My dad stays up late stays to watch up it. watching him. He like watches on, it on air? air. Why Jimmy Kimmel versus like any of the other ones? I He just really likes his personality and his style. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. There's a roundness to him. Exactly. That really appeals to the Asians. Yeah. yeah. And it's a little dry. Like not like hamming it up almost. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, kind of like soft dry and then he'll do like fun little segments Asians mm. hate Fallon I was just about to say my parents really? do not like Fallon my parents hate Fallon yeah. for no reason wow really <laughs> like we cannot stand that guy yeah. huh. same wow yeah. maybe, we have the, maybe we're just sisters yeah. The same parents. <laughs> yeah the shocking thing is our parents are the same yeah. people <laughs> uh, yeah I love that I love it I love it so much um, this has been a fun time I mean you know I've been trying to do this thing where I make the episode shorter but it's not happening because we're having such a fucking <laughs> good time Hey. It's your fault. Uh, well, I wanted to thank uh, Emma once again for coming on to the show. Thank you for um, having me. And yeah, where can our fans uh, find you and your work? Well, my show is at Wait Wait NPR, where everyone and their mom every Wednesday is 15 minutes. And I'm at Emma Unju on Instagram. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's awesome. Verified. Verified, bitches. Verified. <laughs> I, don't post, I feel so much pressure to post now, but we'll see. <laughs> Wait, so this happened recently? Wednesday. <gasps> I know. Wow. What's the process? Oh, I just told NPR, can I get verified on Instagram? They're like, let's see. And then two hours later, like, you're verified. And wow. Like, oh. But there's so much pressure. No. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to post You're now. just legit now. You can I'm, do anything. I'm, I'm like, should I start posting like Reese Witherspoon where I just take selfies? And I'm like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But all my high school friends still follow me there. <laughs> friends. Right? Friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But are they verified? No. no. <laughs> now they just weight lift. Whatever. <laughs> weight lift. Oh yeah. my gosh. I love it. Uh, Jenny, where can our fans find you? You can find me on any social media at Jenny Arimoto. Yay. Look at that. All right. And you can always find uh, the podcast at uh, on Instagram at Asian, not Asian pod. Uh, check us out. Um, we've got a stand up show. The next one is, I mean, this timing's all fucked up, but. Just go and uh, Google, uh, go to AsianNotAsianPod.com and check. You can find tickets for our stand-up show. Um, it'll, it's always a good time, and uh, you can find me personally on Instagram at NicePantsBro. Not verified, okay? It's gonna be tight. <laughs> Sorry. Raw, just raw, <laughs> raw stuff. I talk about weightlifting quite a bit, actually. No. <laughs> uh, and uh, thank you very much. Until then, we'll until next time. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.